0: Today, China replaces its foreign minister after weeks of speculation about his whereabouts. Kim Jong-un rolls out the red carpet for Beijing and Moscow. UPS and the Teamsters iron out a deal to avert a massive strike as workers seize the moment in the U.S. And how Taylor Swift fits into the Fed's decision-making on rates. It's Wednesday, July 26th. This is Reuters World News, with everything you need to know from the front lines in 10 minutes, every weekday. I'm Kim Vanell in London. We start with the headlines making news around the world. China has abruptly replaced Foreign Minister Gang a month after he disappeared from public view. Beijing had said Xin was off work for health reasons, but no reason has been given for his removal. It caps weeks of speculation about his fate. Jin is being replaced by top diplomat Wang Yi, his predecessor as foreign minister. Russian lawmakers have voted to raise the maximum age at which men can be conscripted. The rise to 30 from 27 expands the pool of trained recruits who could potentially join the war in Ukraine. The teenage son of NBA legend LeBron James has been moved out of intensive care after suffering a cardiac arrest while practicing with the University of Southern California basketball team. A U.S. federal judge has blocked President Joe Biden's new regulation, restricting asylum access at the U.S.-Mexico border. The decision upends a key tenet of Biden's plan to deter migration after COVID-era Title 42 restrictions ended in May. The Biden administration has appealed. Harvard is under investigation over whether it racially discriminates by favoring applicants with ties to donors and alumni in its admissions process. The Department of Education has opened the probe after a complaint filed earlier this month by three civil rights groups. They argue that Harvard's preference for legacy undergraduate applicants overwhelmingly benefits white students. A ship carrying 3,000 cars is ablaze off the Dutch coast, killing one person and injuring several others. The Dutch Coast Guard said on its website that the cause of the fire was unknown. Earlier, a Coast Guard spokesman told Reuters the blaze began near an electric car. It's time now for Markets with Carmel Crimmins. And Carmel, we've had some big names in tech reporting. Yes, Alphabet and Microsoft have both come out with quarterly earnings. Google parent Alphabet beat expectations, so it looks like it's weathered the advertising slowdown and its search function continues to dominate, despite the competitive threats from ChatGBT. So its shares gained more than 7% in late trading. Microsoft, on the other hand, it saw its shares drop nearly 4% in late trading, You may remember there's been a lot of buzz around Microsoft with its new AI programs, but investors are beginning to realize that it's going to take a few quarters for that to start yielding real returns. And in the meantime, it's spending big to get them up to speed. The Federal Reserve is expected to raise interest rates by another quarter percentage point today. It would be the 11th hike from the last 12 policy meetings. So will that be it? And could we even see an interest rate cut on the horizon? We asked our Fed watcher, Howard Schneider.
1: There will not be a rate cut anytime soon, that's given. Regardless, inflation has been doing better and it's getting closer to target. But you know, the last read on their key metric, the personal consumption expenditures index was still well over double their 2% target. So they've got more work to do as they say.
0: There's been plenty of talk of the Taylor Swift economy, The Fed even gave it a shout out last month pointing to how people are willing to splurge on tickets and flights and hotel rooms for her tour. So how does the Tay-Tay type effect factor into the Fed's decision making?
1: Well, spending in the services side really has been a a source of concern for them for almost two years now. remember there was that big, when everybody was locked down during the pandemic, people were ordering Pelotons and buying used cars for exorbitant prices. All this was on the good side. Well, when things reopened and people could get back in person, there was a lot of what they call revenge spending on services. And to some degree, that continues. However... Taylor swift aside, and this was this was a note from the Philly Fed that hotel rooms were booked solid. You look nationally and things are starting to ebb a bit.
0: Meaning that revenge spending is starting to cool off?
1: Yes, retail sales are weakening. There's no question about that, although they remain strong. So this is the soft landing scenario that people will continue to spend because they've got jobs, because they've got income. And wage increases are now really outpacing inflation by some measures. So there's still income flowing. And as long as income is flowing, people will spend. They'll splurge on Taylor Swift. They'll go out to dinner, open table, bookings, sort of seated diner data, still right at 100% of last year. So there's no sign that this is coming to a screeching halt, right? But it is slowing in a way that's probably going to make the Fed a little more comfortable that they are starting to get things in hand.
0: Speaking of wage increases, UPS and its Teamsters union have reached a tentative deal on a new contract. It comes a week ahead of a threatened strike that could have cost the US economy billions and disrupted a quarter of the packages shipped daily. It's the latest win for labor unions and comes during a summer of strikes.
1: We will not have you take away our right to work and earn a decent living.
0: Actor Brian Cranston there speaking at a rally this week for SAG-AFRA members. Dueling writers and screen actors guild strikes, which have shut down Hollywood, are the most high profile happening right now. But transportation and industrial sectors have seen their hands strengthened in recent negotiations amid worker shortages and higher demand. Ahead of the deal, Teamsters president, Sean O'Brien, noted what gave his workers an upper hand.
1: See, with our members, 340,000 strong, 1.3 million members nationwide. We are in a position of strength and leverage.
0: Leverage is the key word, says Sharon Block, a professor at Harvard Law. But we are at a moment of um, an unusually tight labor market. And I think that sends a signal to workers that they have an unusual moment of leverage to exercise some power on behalf of what they see as getting a fair deal, having a say. After years of pandemic isolation, North Korea is inviting its friends back this week, hosting Chinese and Russian delegations. The meetup comes as Pyongyang looks to deepen ties with Beijing and Moscow, finding common ground in their rivalries with Washington and the West. Its own rivalry with the US is under a spotlight after Private Travis King crossed into North Korea last week. Our senior correspondent Josh Smith is watching the Russian and Chinese visit. Josh, what's the significance of this 70th anniversary event?
2: So North Korea sees the end of the fighting in the Korean War as a victory for itself and its Chinese and Russian allies at the time. It sees the war as an example of US aggression that basically has continued till this day. And that's an interesting context for China and Russia these days, because there is this increasing sense of a new Cold War in in some people's view of a return to some of those rivalries. And North Korea was born at a time when there were those rivalries between the communist countries at the time and the United States and its allies. It will be this interesting scene of Chinese and Russian officials who have ostensibly voted at the UN Security Council to ban North Korea's ballistic missile and nuclear weapons programs sitting in the viewing stand as these things roll by.
0: If North Korea is coming out of pandemic isolation, does that mean more hope of diplomacy with the U.S.?
2: there have been some questions over what this might mean for U.S. chances to negotiate the release of U.S. private Travis King, who fled across the border into North Korea recently. Analysts we spoke to said that it's unclear whether North Korea will want to engage on that issue. They've so far remained silent. But this does suggest that uh, COVID restrictions, for one, won't be the reason why, if they decide not to engage the United States on this.
0: And as Russia tries to export some of its political influence in North Korea... The crown jewel of Russian culture is also hitting the road. Moscow's Bolshoi Ballet. Here performing Don Quixote as they prepared their first overseas tour since the pandemic. And this week they've begun that tour. A week-long residency in Beijing. It's an indication of the close ties between the two countries but also underlines how the dance company has been shunned by the West since the war in Ukraine started. The ballet's artistic director, Markar Vaziev told us it is interesting that they're in China and more partnerships could happen in the future, but he also believes they will perform in the West again one day. That's it for today's episode of Reuters World News. To make sure you know what's going on in the world, listen in every weekday. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player or download the Reuters app.